Southern Missouri Patriots. Appreciate you guys tuning in again, and gals, uh, and anything in between that you might identify as, you know, whatever bullshit you want to come up with. Just uh, go ahead and call yourself a, a, a rainbow fart and unicorn for all we care, right? Anyway, welcome back. Uh, oh, Captain Jack's kind of a little pissy tonight, so uh, bear with us. Uh, got Lieutenant Dan hiding in the corner over there again, and... Uh, one of these days we'll have two cameras set up and I can sit there and switch between the two of them. And that way when he doesn't talk, we can at least get him on camera. Right? Yeah. We wow. can start there. All right. Who forgot to silence their phone? Because I just heard it go off. Not me, said the oh, police. The quiet one over there making yeah, noise. Yeah, making loud freaking noises. <laughs> uh, hell. All right. So, yeah, we were going to talk about some uh, some water sources and, and maybe like a solar steel tonight. Um, and And how to... Properly store your water and yep. keep it flowing. Stagnant water does bad, bad things. It, it does. All right. Light, light is not uh, on, on your water bottles and things like that. Um, light is not your friend. Up to a certain point, agreed. So, it's a great. It is a fantastic way to sterilize your water, but then after a point, right. So over time, that light will actually let bacteria start start to grow in there again um, it breaks down the, the, the plastic uh, which will leach chemicals out into your water and things like that uh, don't don't ever store plastic water bottles or barrels directly on a concrete floor uh, nope the chemicals again will leach through and it'll break down the, the plastic and and it'll ruin your water and, and get you sick All right um, so anyway that, that's just some of the things we're gonna kind of touch on tonight and probably gonna Throw in a few cuss words and some rants and raves here and there, and just just a fair warning. Captain Jack's kind of pissy. Uh, you know what? In all honesty, we all really are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we just don't take meds to make us less pissy. Yeah. Well, I, I'm I'm a little <laughs> I'm bit calmer now. I'm you know, when we were waiting on you to get here, Bill Co, uh, I was kind of ranting and raving to uh, Lieutenant Dan over and I blew off some steam, but I'm sure as we get to talking, I, I, I'm going to get reared up again. No, that's completely 100% okay. This is, after all, our <laughs> well, live stream. I, well, I'm good because I wasn't asking no damn permission. So Just so we're clear on that. <laughs> we got fine. anybody on there watching us yet, or are we just talking to ourselves? Right now we're just talking to ourselves. What the hell? Billy Atkins is supposed to be tuning in here. What the hell? Yeah, I, I was supposed to have some people tune in too, but you know, see how that goes. They don't like us anymore. Apparently not. But have you noticed that our listening, our listeners off of Anchor have expanded out past Germany and Canada and now in Brazil, Ireland, and uh, I hadn't noticed that. Scotland. No shit. Wow. Hey, you know what? When uh, we're set up the fall hey, festival. Come here, listen to this stupid fucking American. <laughs> no shit, right? No hey, kidding. Hey, as long as they're listening, I don't care what they say, right? <laughs> Just keep those numbers climbing. <laughs> no, not at all. So I'm, I'm thinking while we're set up there at the fall festival, uh, you know, here, that's coming up in, in like three weeks, man. Oh yeah, October it really 2nd. is. Uh, it's going to be here before we know it. Uh, you know, I, we sign autographs and get some pictures with people. We'll, we'll be uh, celebrities or on a wanted poster. Yeah, flip a coin. We'll see what happens. Either which way, we ought to have a lot of fun. It's always fun. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> all right. Um, so we've talked about. Let, let's talk about. Uh, how water to, collection. Water collection. Okay, let's do. Let's talk about a solar still real quick. Sure, All absolutely. Right? So, and I'll post this picture onto our Facebook page, um, probably at the end of this podcast. I'm not going to try to do it uh, while we're while we're recording here because I'll get sidetracked. But um, no, yeah, I know. I believe, hard to believe. 
So anyway, uh, a solar still, all right? So there's ways if, if you don't have flowing water, uh, you know, a creek, a pond, to, to get water from, uh, and it's not raining, especially if you're in a, in a high humidity area, okay? Um, you, you've heard us, if you've listened to us at all, watched any of the things that we've posted, um, we've talked about different items that we consider a must-have. One of the things that we've covered in there is like the little bitty clear emergency ponchos. You can get them for like 99 cents. Okay? Oh, yeah. Um, a couple <clears throat> of those. So you can take that clear plastic, take green foliage, and, and dig a little hole in the ground or find a deep depression in the ground, line it with green foliage. All right, that's leafy items for you know any of you Marines. So, <laughs> yeah, there, there it is. I bring it on, bring it on. Don't hide it from the camera. Yep. So anyway, so you line that hole. You put your container in the middle, down in the bottom of the hole. Line all around it with green foliage, okay? And put the plastic over the top of the hole where the, it it sags down a little bit. Put your clean rock in there. Well, you'll put the rock on the outside, so it, it doesn't matter. What's going to happen is on the bottom side of that, the plastic's going to be over the top. Um, and you're going to have to weight it down around the edge of the hole, put a, a rock right in the middle of it so that it, it sags down. And right underneath the, the b lowest point on that plastic is where you set your collection container. Yep. So that foliage will create moisture as it heats up, and it will create condensation on the bottom of that plastic, and it will run down and drip into your catch container. All right. It, it's, it's a slow process, but it will work. And it will give you enough water to survive during the day to survive yeah. it will not be enough to quench your thirst right but it will be enough to get you through the day yeah and this is particularly useful because I've, I've used that technique before uh, in fact that was one of the ones i was going to living down on the coast it's perfect for living on the coast because mm -hmm. then you get the dew in the morning and then you get the humidity collection throughout the day right so you get a little bit more around here eh, we don't really have to do that bad in the morning no. Depending on the time of year, um, sometimes it's pretty heavy. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes mm -hmm. it is. Um, and, and again, you know, like like the the, the greener grass, um, the, the real leafy items. You know, especially uh, grass is really really good because it holds a lot of moisture. In yeah. It. Um, but yeah, put it under there and, and it will condensate and and you can drink that. Is Billy on there now? No, it's not Billy. Okay. Alyssa. Alyssa. Yep. Oh, hey, hey, sis, that's, that's my baby girl there. So anyway, um, yeah, so that that's a, a short condensed version of how to do a solar still. And again, I, I'll uh, I'll post a picture of that, um, and it'll help clarify my graphic description a little bit better. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I know the principal used it before. It's pretty damn handy. Yeah, yeah especially down in the south. Well, and, and, and again, you know, there's so many uses. We've talked about 550 cord and, and, and plastic sheeting and types like types of stuff like that. Um, they, they're so universal in their ability to be used. Um, you know, if, if you're in a rainy area, a lot of times down uh, south, like in Florida and, and parts of Louisiana and all across the Gulf Coast, you, know, you get your daily afternoon rain showers. Oh, yeah. You know, if you've got that plastic, you have a way of catching the rain. So, you know, always keep that in mind. They're, they're very versatile. Um, they can and will save your life. And it, it's 99 cents is a pretty cheap investment. Yep. So, anyway. Um, and one of the things I was going to talk about is, of course, because you've already, both of us have already mentioned the rain. 
Rain collection. Yeah. Rain collection is a damn good one. Are you talking on a larger scale? I'm talking on a larger scale. For like home use, yeah. For home use. Now, of course, this is not water that you want to drink even after boiling it and straining it. I'd be a little cautious about drinking it. But at the same time, it makes good for cooking. It makes good for watering your crops. There's a lot of stuff that you can use that water for, not necessarily drinking. I, I wouldn't want to drink it. I've you seen my gutters. A, you could make a filter for it. <laughs> you could, say, yeah. Like, you there, could. there are some you pretty elaborate filter. Right. Yeah. Some you could. You could boil it. You're right. but I'd drink it. I would drink it. Um, I have drank out of mud puddles before. That's because I was, say, I was we, thirsty we, you know, we, we drop a hose into when the, there isn't the anything, creek and uh, use yeah. our water filters. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, when you, you, when you don't yeah, but that was, what, you know, several decades ago at this point. It sure seems like it. We drank from the garden hose when we were kids. I mean, come on. What are we going right? to catch, right? <laughs> I yeah, still drink from it. I take we're, it a, we're freaking immune. I, you know, I'll pull the water hose out of the cattle trough and drink out of that. I don't give a shit. It doesn't bother me. So anyway, um, so long-term storage. All right, if you're going to store water in barrels, um, do not store those barrels directly on concrete or cinder blocks. All right, build some kind of a wooden frame or metal frame to hold that up off the ground. Yep. All right, get food-grade barrels. Make sure they are food-grade. Don't put your water storage in some damn old chemical plastic barrel or you know, god forbid don't use a metal drum um but yeah, a little bit of iron never hurt buddy <laughs> right lead paint um, yeah uh yeah we are the lead paint generation one of them <laughs> yeah uh, well it's obvious and more so in others but marines <laughs> <laughs> i worry it would probably piss off oh you gotta pick on it Oh yeah, so, absolutely. Anyway, um, so when you're storing these things, all right. So if you, if you're using large containers like that, don't forget have a way to get the water out of those containers. You got to have a pump, or if you have a, a way of lifting these containers up and setting them on their side with a, a like a ball cock valve to open it. Then said I said cock. ball cock. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I couldn't resist. I held so, that off as long as I could. <laughs> I seen it building. I was looking at you. I, I was waiting. Boobies. So, there we go. <laughs> there, there, it there it is. There it is. Just figured I'd throw that in there. <laughs> so anyway, um, have have a way of getting that water back out of there, right? If you're storing it in, in the large containers, right? Um, it's kind of like having all the canned food in the world. If you don't have a way to open the cans, does you no good. Yep. Um, which... Uh, I actually I seen a video the other day and it's, it's this Russian guy. He was opening cans using a rock, concrete block, concrete block, yeah, rocks, rub things it like on, that. Yeah. yeah, it was uh, it was pretty interesting. Uh, so I, I think we're, I'm gonna give that a try. Um, it works. Got one from Tim Porter says, "What's up, brother?" Hey man, long time no <clears> see, brother. Uh, hope you had a good birthday there, Tim. Uh, hopefully you got some time on two wheels, brother. So I. Tim and I have been friends for a long time. Our families have been friends for, golly, probably 70, 80 years at least. Uh, we go back a long ways. Golly. So. Okay, Beaver. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? Uh, uh, so one of the other things about storing it, especially if you're going to be looking at long term, let's say you do a hell of a lot of rain collection, which means you're going to have a hell of a lot of barrels running around. 
I speak from experience, you don't want that those barrels just sitting there. You want to get that water moving. Don't let it just sit there and stagnate. One of the ideas I always have is taking two of your barrels or those large uh, plastic totes, put a, put a pump between them and just sit there and put that pump on a timer and just let them run back and forth, moving from one tank to the next. Keep that water moving. I've seen people do that, and one thing that will actually make your water last longer um, is if you're using, like, a, a lot of the food-grade barrels are, are white, um, really light-colored, right? Paint those black. On the outside, paint them black. Put this on there, right? It, it stops light from going through there, and it, it inhibits bacterial growth inside of there, and, and it will prevent stagnation um, a, a hell of a lot longer. Than it will, yeah. <clears throat> so. If you really want your neighbors to wonder what's up, just wrap it in tinfoil. <laughs> blind them in the middle of the day so uh you know there's there's uh water filters there's a lot of there, there's so many different filtration systems out there so even if you're doing this rainwater collection and, and you are using it for drinking water um obviously you're you're gonna have to filter it if it's falling from the sky and it's landing on your roof running down through your gutters there's a lot of nastiness in there right that's that water's gonna have to be filtered um, yep or you got shingles, that's tar, that's you know, right. whatever. Right, so like, ideally, up, I mean, you, you would want a system to filter that before it enters your your holding tanks. All right. Um, but even then, as it comes out of there, I would want to filter it again and, and no, absolutely. treat it. Yeah. So, you know, you can get the little tablets to drop in, um, but a lot of people don't realize you can put small amounts of, it doesn't take very much, bleach into water. And and it it treats it. I mean, it, it guess what? It, if you're drinking city water, you're already drinking small amounts of bleach. Anyway. You are. Yeah, well, if you're drinking water here in the town where we're at, buddy, their city water is like I think you, it's like ninety percent chlorine. Yeah, it's bad. It is yeah. bad. Um, sometimes, they don't have an upper limit. It's worse than others. But yeah. Yeah. so fun fact, real quick, they don't have an upper limit on chlorine, but they do have a lower limit. Yeah, funny how that works. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and also one thing to consider, especially if you're on city water, there's fluorine in it. Fluoride. Yes, that's what I said. <laughs> I know what you fluoride. meant. Fluoride. Yeah. I know what you meant. <laughs> Not fluorine, fluoride. fluoride. Fluorine will kill you. Fluoride won't. In small, in small doses. Amounts. In small amounts, yeah. Um, wow, that, that's like an entire right. Which means episode we brush your damn teeth. Yeah, I actually read a lot on that. Fluoride thing. Yeah. Oh, man, I tell you what, it started out as a government deal where they were just trying to imagine that calm down the masses, you know, because yep. it kind of right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, imagine that our government would actually do experiments and and on do things to people without <clears throat> their permission and force it on it. Wow, mean, I would like have never jab? guessed that. Oh my God, I didn't even see that connection. I trust my government. <laughs> my government would never do that. <laughs> How many of you had to drink already? One. Is okay. that still your first one? No, this is my second. Oh, so you've had like one and a half. Yeah, well, one and a quarter. Wow, Whatever, dude. Yeah. Somebody get him a nipple for that thing. <laughs> no kidding, right? <laughs> He's still like, he ain't even on his second yet. Dude, hell, I had I had five beers at the VFW, then went home. And you say that ate, like that's out of the normal. Well, normally it's like 10, but, you know, I had, I had to be responsible, and so I went home, ate some food, and then I drove over to here, 
and I stopped for more beer on the way. So <laughs> anyway, speaking of beer, speaking of, uh, see, you didn't get your backup beer before we started. Always plan ahead. You need a backup for your backup. Oh, excuse me for getting everything ready and somebody didn't feed me my backup beer. Oh, man. Here we go. What? You always got to point fingers, man. Actually, that time I wasn't pointing a finger at all. Now all right. I'm pointing a finger. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Um, so, anyway, going back to the bleach thing, um, I've also got a diagram uh, or like a chart that I will post on our Facebook page um, here in just a little bit when we're done with this as well. Um, so look for those, the solar still pictures and the, uh, the bleach to water ratio. Yeah. Um, I, I will post that up there. Um, and, uh, I can give, easily give you a wiring diagram for setting up a timer on your pump to sit there and run water back and forth. Yeah. Um, some of the, the home filters, if, if you're interested in them, um, and I'm not trying to advertise for any particular company, we paid to advertise for any companies. Nope. Be nice if we did, um, but the Berkey water filters are amazing. Uh, they've been around for a long time. They're kind of high dollar, um, depending on which size of them you get. Uh, but they've got the replaceable filters in them, and and I don't remember the exact numbers of down to what microns and all that crap that it filters out. But they they're, they're extremely extremely. I mean, if you had to, you could always you just get one of those a whole house filter and yeah, and use yeah. One of those. yeah. You can get them anywhere at Lowe's or. Home Depot or wherever. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Keep in mind, any system that you use is going to have to be cleaned and maintained on a regular basis. Right. Right. Well, and the reason I'm saying like like the Berkey water filters, uh, basically those are countertop type filters. Um, if you're collecting water outside and bringing it in and pouring it in there, and then it, it gravity feeds through the system and filters it out. Um, you know, if the grid's down and you don't have power for your your pump to run your house, then you know, you got to have another way to, to get water and, and clean that water. So keep that in mind. Bottled water, always keep bottled water on hand. Yep. And you'll see bottled water actually has expiration dates on it. That is not the actual expiration date for the water. That's for the plastic bottles that it's in. The, the little bitty thin plastic starts to break down over time and leaches chemicals into the water. That's the reason there's an expiration date on there. So keep it in, in a cool place. If possible, and out, of out of the sun. Do not store bottled water in the trunk of your car or in your the seat of your car, anywhere else. All right, it, it heats it up and it it accelerates the accelerates. breakdown. That's the word I was looking for. That big word. I was going to use speeds up. Uh, anyway, yeah, accelerates the breakdown of that bottle. All right, and and it puts chemicals into your water, which you're going to drink, and you know you're not going to get away from this nowadays, no matter what you do, but. You know, why not add, add to it? Why not? Add, yeah, why add to it if you don't have to? So, anyway, uh, I'm babbling over here. I need to drink beer. We got anybody else watching us now? We got three people. Three people. Wow. So we know we got Alyssa, we got Tim, and uh, I don't know that third person's just kind of, I guess, just got their Facebook playing with us in the background. Huh. Okay. That works. So anyway, all right. Well. Um, Oh, man, so today I've been I, I've been kind of pissy. I, I'm gonna try to not get on too much of a rant here. Um, one one of the Marines that was killed at uh, the airport in Afghanistan, uh, they brought him home to Missouri earlier today. Yep. Um, and and I watched uh, live video feed of of 
the caravan uh, with, with with his remains. And uh, I'm gonna tell you, it just it struck a chord with me. And folks, I I am so pissed Over off. It? I I am so pissed off at our government. I don't care if they're Republican, Democrat, whatever they want to call themselves. All right, at this point, they're all they're they're opposite wings on the same damn bird. Yeah, at this point they really are, especially with uh, Mitch McConnell saying there will be no impeachment. Uh, yeah. So, folks, here here's the deal. Here's what we have to do, all right? You have to get involved at your local levels, all right? I, I, I'm not advocating taking up arms yet. Nope. No, I'm not advocating that. Hey, but we the people is the government. Shit. Hmm. I heard it. Joel, yeah. he said it right on TV. I seen it. Yeah, Joe says a lot of stuff. Uh, <laughs> the wheels fell, fell off the pineapple, and the doghouse is, you know, filled with birds, and and his favorite color is, you know, blueberry or something. I was crap. gonna say children, but oh god. Anyway, um, no, seriously, folks, you you have to get involved at your local levels. All right, we've done it here in our little corner, of Southwest Missouri, and we have impacted local policy. Okay. Yep. Um, there are patriot groups all across this nation. They need your support. You need to be involved with it. Watching us on on Facebook, we appreciate it. Listening to our podcast, thank you. We love it. But we we do this for more than just entertainment. We want to make a difference. All right. Yeah. We we have made a difference here in our little town, and in our county, really. Um, yeah. So. We actually, uh, and you, you see know, what three idiots can do, right? You know, I mean, come on. If we can do it, anybody can do it. I mean, somebody with three quarters of a brain has got us beat. So, <laughs> I figured three of us combined were about half a brain. So, what? He's got two moths in his pocket or something. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so get get involved. All right, talk to your little your your county commissioners, your city council members. Your state representatives, um, you know, we, we've spoke, we, we're very fortunate. Our state representative for our district is very, very involved. Um, he's, he's not just sitting up at our state capitol twiddling his thumbs. The man is very involved, and he's very much a true and true, true and through patriot. I mean, he's, he's, he's a good guy, all right? And, and he wants input, and he wants to make a difference. He is making a difference. Um, he, he made a difference as a city councilman here when he first started out into politics. Um, you know, he's a, he's a good Christian man, um, and he's very devout in his beliefs, his religion and his political patriotic beliefs. All right. He loves this country. So find those people, help get them elected. Oh yeah. Okay. <clears throat> because here's what's going to, we're, we're on a limited time schedule. I guarantee you, we, we are looking at the end of our nation. All right. I, I, I honestly don't know if we can save it, but maybe we can prolong it. A little bit longer by making a difference, getting involved, all right? Get these patriots into office. Show them your support, all right? You have to do that because without it, we're done. Yeah. Um, I, I just Chris Scott comes in and says, hello, guys. Well, hey, hello, Chris. Chris. Hello. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, thanks for the comment. Good to see you, Chris, man. Hey, uh, <laughs> hope school's going good for you, bud. Uh, sure looks like it is. So in in the line with that is if anyone's been keeping track of economics and I haven't been keeping track of it nearly as tightly as I should be, uh, there's fun and joys of working my ass off. 
and I'm not going to be chicken little. Uh, what I am going to say based off of what I've been hearing, if you haven't started prepping, you're only going to get about a month's worth of supplies. Yeah, you're, you're, you're going to be hard pressed. You're, you're behind, you're way behind the eight ball. So all this stuff about rainwater or just plain water collection, everything we've talked about food storage, mm -hmm. which I'd like to do a video coming up of how you get that accomplished. Uh, Captain Jack over here is our resident expert on food storage and how and, to get that and done. Profanity. Well, that, I thought that was a given. <laughs> Just that was a silent part out loud, man. Okay, I got you. Oh, and with them being the resident expert on it, like I said, I'd, I'd like to shoot a video and post it up on how to on all the steps that it takes because it's not just one step. You don't just throw it in a bucket, seal the bag, and go on about your life. It's right. a lot. Leading up to that, and then once that part gets done, then you then you have to look at how long do uh, under what conditions, environmental conditions, do I keep my stuff stored where I can get the maximum shelf life out of it? Right. There's a lot of different ways you can do it. There, there, yeah, you can use there really is. Nitrogen to pull the. I mean, just there's all kinds of yeah, stuff. Yeah, there, right. There's a lot of different ways. So what we'll, do, we'll need to uh, put a video together. I know you said uh, you picked up a couple things uh, with kind of that in mind as well. Yeah, that's so, part of that's actually part of the reason I did go forth and buy some of that stuff so we could shoot those videos and show them what it looks like from start to finish. Okay. Yeah, we, we can uh, make that happen. Um, I've got all the cool little cameras. Hopefully my life will slow down here in the next uh, couple of weeks. Well, it's probably going to be after the fall festival, honestly. Yeah, at this uh, point it almost has to be. So, yeah, we're, we're like uh, October 2nd, so we're three weeks away. Well, maybe roughly. one of those things we shoot the video and then uh, upload it a little bit later. Because it may be one of those things where it's just like, hey, we've, we've got – you know, an hour. Let's just do this real quick and get it over with. Yeah, um, yeah. We still got to do the, the the making of the hardtack as well, um, and that may come down. To, right. Understood. Um, you know, there, there's a couple different recipes for the hardtack. Um, so if nothing else, we can make it um, and do still shots. If we don't do an entire video, um, whatever, we're gonna get that yeah, information we're... out there. I know I've posted the the recipe um, yeah. and directions for for making hardtack. Um, but yeah, you're ready we'll, to spend we'll about two hours on it. Easy. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be every bit of that. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll break it up down so you folks don't have to sit and just drink we'll beer. Just drink beer <laughs> while we're waiting on the shit to dry out. So. Uh, by the time the two hours is over with, we're just all laying on the floor and uh, we burn it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, so we got a handful of people sitting here watching us. Um, if you guys are still with us, we appreciate it. Uh, if you got any questions, throw them out there. You got any comments, throw them out there. Yeah, you know, we're uh, here for you. I I, I know, I, I know that uh, there's got to be a lot of questions. You know, I, I get asked stuff. I um, actually had this conversation earlier today with a couple of gentlemen at the VFW. They uh, they asked more about our our group and our podcast and things like that. So we we had a really good conversation, and they were asking questions about water storage, um, food storage. Um, they had some tactical questions and things like that as well. Um, it, it was really really good conversation so i mean yeah if if you guys have any comments or or questions throw them out there oh uh, so one of the things i've been noticing actually all three of us have been noticing like ammo we can now get our hands on ammo at a reasonable price it's yeah it, it's a lot cheaper than it was it's a hell it's of a lot cheaper than it was so if you can get it get it yeah yeah grab it while you can um you know uh i'm, I'm gonna go back to there's a lot of companies right now that are, are having a hard time getting supplies in Oh right. my God! And yes. we're talking uh, from good source that it's uh, major companies. Yeah, like 
food there, production you know, companies and stuff and like that. Stuff like so. that. And uh, so this is going to trickle down to everybody because yeah, yeah eventually. you can't go buy a loaf of bread or you know something yeah. like that. Because or, or when it costs 10 bucks for a loaf of bread, you'd yeah. be like, WTF. Yeah. You know, you get, get this stuff and store it on to make your own bread, you know. Um, I haven't made bread in a long time, but I've got no. the stuff to do it. And I've got the recipes there to do it. Yeah. Um, you know, store that stuff up and, and have it on hand because sooner or later you're going to need it. So, yeah, talking about the shortages. So here's one thing. I was at, actually at the grocery store the other day. And it, I hate giving them a plug here, but it was Walmart. Um, and I was in there and, and I was looking at stuff and mustard. Could not find mustard. They're out. So I, I got to looking and I was like, man. They've spread a lot of stuff out. It's the same items, and it's spread right out, out to yeah. fill the gaps in the shelves. So I was walking up one of the aisles, and there was one of the uh, vendors for potato chips. And he was unloading some boxes and, and stocking a shelf there. And a young couple with a couple small children came by, and they grabbed a couple of bags of chips. This vendor tells them, get it while you can. Don't know when we're going to get more. Oh, hell. And I was like, wow. Well, in that same vein, you know, I stop by a convenience store almost every day on my way into work and normally i i'm always looking at their shelves and their shelves have been in certain areas very barren yeah for about five six weeks now yeah it's been absolutely barren in this one particular section and it's like damn it's just getting hard the 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 main manufacturers are having a hard time getting their products in that they need to make whatever it is yeah so, so I, after i heard that guy make the comment and like i said i'd already noticed um I, I was looking for mustard and i noticed that they had filled in the gaps with more ketchup bottles yeah and i'm like what the hell so i so, was i started really paying attention on every aisle and through the cooler section like the lunch meat stuff like that they've done the same thing and even with it spread out on like meat area there were still gaps. huge gaps in there so chris has got a question for us he says what kind of plan do you guys have in place if and when it hits the fan, I don't know details, but if you are planning to meet up somewhere or go solo, um, good we, question. That's a very good question. Thanks for asking that, Chris. Uh, going solo is never a good option unless you're getting from point A to point B. If you're caught out by yourself trying to get to where your group is at, all right. There's strength in numbers. There's strength there in numbers. Um, you can you can head out in the woods by yourself if you want, but you can't stay awake twenty four seven. You can't pull guard duty while you're sleeping. Nope. Uh, you have to rest sooner or later. Um, you will wear yourself down trying to accomplish everything on your own. And so, uh, so on the other side of that as well is isolation. The isolation from a psychological standpoint, yes. you go into what's called hypervigilance. And anybody or anything that, one, you won't get any rest while you're in hypervigilance yeah. mode at all. You'll wake up tired. You'll be tired, and then uh, eventually your brain will start shutting down and protecting itself, in which case you will start hearing and seeing things that aren't yeah. really there. Yeah, you're, you're super you're, paranoid. Your yeah. judgment goes I've away. Actually, I'm actually part of a uh, another group that's called the, uh, it's like the uh, homesteaders. Okay? Yeah. And these guys buy property, and they go out and live off and everything else. Right. And that was one of the key things that they said, you know, if you're going to do it, make sure you got somebody with you yeah. because that, that – Social interaction, you gotta have it. You do, and even in a group. Uh, so I was I was watching a video today talking about this very very thing that you brought up, Chris. Is even in a group. So say if the three of us with our families went out and 
staked claim and said, this is our land, you touch it, and sorry about you, bro. Right. Even amongst the three of us, there will still be at points, you know, because we will we'll be on edge for a little while, we'll be tired, we'll get irritable, and we'll start nipping at each other. Yeah. And I'm a grumpy bastard anyway. Right. So I'll just kick you in the balls and we'll call it good. <laughs> no, let's not do that. Um, you see, but, it worked well. I didn't even have to do it. <laughs> but no, Chris, uh, yeah, def- definitely look at forming a group. Um, I hey, oh, brother, I wish you lived uh, down here closer to us. I'd love to have you, man. Hey, Chris is a solid guy. Uh, yeah. I'd, I'd hey, love to have you. You need people you can trust, too. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. You have to build it. Don't worry about quantity of people in a group. Worry about the quality. And you need more than three, actually, from a psychological standpoint. You do. You do. And if you uh, can get, you know, different talents in there. You know. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But, yeah. Um, if you all have the same skill, you're going to die of something that y'all don't have. Yeah. Look look for look for people with very you know, medical skills, uh, gardening, various uh, fishing, hunting. Tactical. Tactical. Things yeah. like that. All right. Um, so to answer that question, yes, we do have a plan in place. And no, we are not going to go. Yeah, that's that's not going to happen on here. Um, <laughs> I, but stay away from solos. Stay away from less than two or three groups. Or uh, stay away from. Don't make it yourself and someone else. That's a that in and of itself is also a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Get, get make it at least three people. people. Yeah. yeah. Get, get at least a small handful of good solid people with with as wide a variety of skills as possible. Um, and, and have a, have a plan. Um, you know, there's, there's plans that you can come up with for sheltering in place or bugging out to different locations, have a, have a meetup location, have, um, you know, fallback locations. If, if your first one's compromised, where are you going to go then? Yeah. You know, um, how are you going to communicate? That's, that's a key element because you're not all going to be in the, in the same spot right when the shit first hits the fan. So have a way to communicate. And so, in addition to that, one of the things I'm going to point out is there's take the shot heard around the world and the right of Paul Revere. There's not going to be any ambiguity when it hits the fan. It's we're not going to be standing around looking at each other like, is this it? No, no, you're you're, you're going, going to know. know it. Yeah, you're going to know it. Yeah, and you by that point, by that time, if you don't have a plan in place, you you might as well just call it quits. So I, just off the top of my head, some of the things you, you're, you're going to start noticing when it starts getting close, though, there's going to be little signs. Yeah. Right. One, your politicians are going to start holing up, and they're going to go to their little lockdown areas. They're going to get the hell out of Dodge because they don't want to be targets. Nope. All right. The banks are going to they're going to start restricting how much you can withdraw at a time, or the ATMs will just be out of order. Yeah. All right. So that that's some key signs because they're, they're, they're going to control the finances. Your next slowdown or your next sign will start. You'll start seeing uh, communication disruptions. Yes. And, and it will come in waves. It'll start with slowing down because they can go back data on your, your cell phones they, all the time. They admit it. They have that technology. They can they can shut everything down. So they will start by throttling it back. And then depending on how it goes, they can shut down comms so have alternate forms of communications have have ham radios um you know cb radios even if it's if you're close enough to to make that work um smoke signals you know smoke signals (laughs) whatever you know you you know what and it sounds stupid start learning morse code you know there you go that's it's a skill taught 
in the military, but only to certain groups anymore. Not everybody in the military knows it. Right. They, and they used to teach it on, on a broad base, but they, oh, yeah. don't, they don't anymore. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, come up with your own code words and stuff. Tim, thank you, sir. Tim said, good advice, strength in numbers. Yep. yep and Chris also says, great info, thanks. Yep. No problem, guys. Um, but, you know, that's why we're here. Um, and, and, again, if you have if you have advice that you want to throw in here, yeah. by all means. We're know. not the subject matter experts, guys. We're on, really not. On, on, I mean, we know a lot of stuff about a lot of things, and we know a little bit about a few things, and but we don't know everything about everything, and you know. Nope. We're, we're the jacks of all trades, yeah. Yeah. Or jackasses of all trades, one or the other. <laughs> I'm good. Either which way. <laughs> to be determined. Yeah, depending on the day, right? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, def- definitely have a plan. Uh, get a group together in the area, but vet your people very, very, very well. Carefully. All right. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, just because they're blood relation to you doesn't, mm-hmm. always, doesn't always mean anything. Keep in mind of your uh, food supplies. You may have to go on rations for a while. Yeah. And anytime you bring an outsider in, you're taking a risk. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So if you see someone in need, you, you've got to weigh that against the, the, I mean, the old saying, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one. Yeah. So and uh, I, we hate to be uncivil during that time. We I, genuinely do. At the same time, you know, once they die, you just take their supplies. You know, I mean, unfortunately, I, I, I see that as a real true scenario at some point in, in our future, right? Uh, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to start getting up here and getting all biblical, but I'm telling you right now, brothers, we're seeing prophecy fulfilled. Or the start dang of near, it. Dang near daily. <clears throat> I mean, it, it is crazy. All right. Um, you know, people are going to turn on you. Um, but, you know, brother against brother, you know, sons you know, against the fathers. Once supplies start getting low and you don't have a plan to replenish those supplies, or you're not in an area in which you can replenish them, either from the land or from yep. other sources, Desperation Your, sets desperation in. Desperation is a bitch. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. and that, that brings up Green. a good point, too. All right. So, here's the thing, too. If we're talking about groups, <clears throat> if you're growing in a garden, if you have a greenhouse, if you have livestock, you know, cattle, hogs, goats, chickens, rabbits, whatever, all right, you're somebody at some point is going to come try to take that. You're a target. So, yeah, you're, you have to be prepared to defend that. You know, like 24 hours a day. You can't do that all on your own. You can't do it with just a couple of people. So, again, you know, I, I we've said for a while now, ideally 15, maybe 20 at the most is, is almost the perfect size group that we we like. And that's with very thoroughly vetted people. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, if we had, even if we have 8 to 10, that's a number if they're good quality people. All right. Eight to ten is enough to hold, uh, in all honesty, eight people is enough to hold 20 acres. Oh, yeah, easily. Um, and and especially if you have knowledge on how to secure that, I'll put it that way. I have to be very careful, yeah. on, and we all have to be very careful about how we word things on here. Uh, unfortunately, it's the, the legal society that we live in. Okay, um, But there are, let's just call them... Uh, alarm systems that you can put up around perimeters and things like that that can alert you if anything is in the area you mean like sheep sure well, i mean you could even you know <laughs> go you could even go i mean you know like dollar general sells those little window alarms i mean you yeah. could use those with a tripwire there you go it's going to sound off but yeah. if it gets wet what's going to happen to it right 
Uh, you know, so we, we, can, and then that, we can do some pictures and videos. Um, so, I mean, there's just little things you, you can know, do. And then, mouse traps and chem lights. And that, that segues into something else, really. So if you have a group of, let's say, eight to ten people, uh, there's a good possibility one or two of them won't be able to contribute for whatever XYZ reason as far as defense. Right. Well, that's fine. They can work the garden. They can do other things that need to be done. Yep. At the same time, you've got to make sure that the other anywhere from eight to six people have something very important called the will to act. Yep. If you don't have the will to act, that... Fight or flight. Right. It, actually, I call it flight, fright, fight, flight, or freeze. If you freeze, you're screwed. But if you fight or you flight, either which way, you're good to go. Because even if you run away... Everybody else can be like, well, why are you running? Oh, crap. That's why they're running away. <laughs> Sometimes you don't have a choice. You've yeah. got to do it. You know? Um, yeah. yeah have the will to act. You, you have to, and we've talked about this before several times, you have to have the right mindset. Yeah. And if you don't, if you don't have that mindset, don't be one of your perimeter guards. Don't nope. be one of your point men or, or women, you know, uh, whatever the case may be. You set people uh, at tasks that they're trained and exactly, able to do. Exactly. So, and, and training, that brings up a good point too. So train on things, okay? Develop muscle memory because when the shit hits the fan, your fine motor skills, your coordination, um, your, your even your thought processes go away. So well, even if you have that you take a person that memory. has never been in the woods a lot and a person that's been in the woods a lot and they see different things. Boy, yeah. do they ever. Yeah. Okay. The one so that spends a lot of time out there is going to see a lot more than what the one that is and hear a lot more than yeah. the one that doesn't. So Chris came in and asked another one. He says, I watched a video on social media platform that said the radicals already inside the U.S., are planning a multi-city coordinated attack. Have you or anyone watching heard that? I don't know how much credit I want to give to social media, but it said that's why we pulled our troops out of the out the way we did. No, I don't think that's why we pulled our troops out the way we did. There was um, only two thousand over there. I mean, you know, that's yeah. not there. There weren't a whole lot. We've yeah. got so many other ones sitting around twiddling their thumbs. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm not saying that there's not. Yeah. Uh, I we've we've there's, known there's, the, the FBI there's, and Homeland Security has all admitted. Over, yeah. For years, they've been watching that. There, there are cells all across this country. There are training camps for militant, radical extremists all across this country. There's last I heard, there was three right here in Missouri. All right, um, but they won't do anything about them because they haven't actually done broken any laws yet. Right? Okay. <clears throat> they know they're there. They know they're they're training, and and that's just the ones they know about. And, and I guarantee you, there are sleeper cells out there that. Are under the radar right now, all right. So if you're if you're in an area where you know you have this potential, um, if cowboy up. If, if they're training, you should train harder. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> and train hard, fight easy. You know? So to answer your question, Chris, no, I personally have not heard anything. Uh, I keep my ear to the ground on that one pretty hard. Yeah, um, there are. That, that's kind of a tough one. To, to throw a pointed answer at, honestly, um, there there are factions out there that are that are training. Um, there's been rumors of coordinated attacks across the U.S. Um, for for several years there's now. Definitely the possibility. There is the possibility. Oh, yeah. Always. Okay. Um, and, and 
and I'm going to paint with a broad brush right here, broad strokes, okay? Um, you have no happy little trees. No happy little trees on this one, all right? Um, you have these radical followers of Islam. All right, I'm, I'm going to say it. I'll throw it out there. I don't care. Yeah. Um, they, if they are, are true believers and they're the fanaticals that have been sliding into this country for a long time now, um, if you're in an area like there's a little town, just a spot on the map, just south of us, about 20 minutes, that the government has a few years ago started bringing in uh, Somalis devout and there's a Muslim store on Main Street and it's a little bitty speck on the map all right there's over 350 Somali Muslims there that was put there by the government okay now is that a potential for an uprising or a, a sleeper cell absolutely all right it, it, those of you that don't know where Somalia is if you've ever seen the movie Black Hawk Down um, it's centered around the, the, the city of Mogadishu okay that is in Somalia so they brought these refugees and they put them all across the country all right so now let's let's jump that's been there they've been there for years yep. and and there's been some mm -hmm. issues down there but it's kept somewhat quiet but if you know people in law enforcement you hear some stories okay now let's jump forward to this most recent fiasco coming out of afghanistan so the last i heard that they were bringing in to just outside of st louis i want to say it was like 3500 Jeez, and and bring them. That's into, a community right there. That's right. a large community. Exactly. Right. So things like that. You get those. There's bound to be fanaticals in groups that large. Is what I'm getting at. And how easy is it once they get here in the U.S. How is it for them to slip away? And they can disappear. I mean, it's, you uh, can it, do it. You know, it's not or on start that. recruiting. Or, you know, start whatever. recruiting. Yeah. But you know. uh, uh, one of the things I'd like to point out, because uh, again, I've been keeping my ear to the ground on this big time. The NGOs that were out there doing legwork and trying to get people out were actually vetting their people to yeah. no end. I mean, it, it was a serious, before you go anywhere, we're going to check you out. Yeah. Whereas the State Department was just like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, a lot of the pictures from the inside <clears throat> of those cargo jets, if you look at the ones that the State Department was filling, okay, those were like 80% fighting age males. No, I'll say it isn't. So, well, one of the wait, weren't those translators that were helping us out? Right. It doesn't matter. The, the Muslims are taught that to do anything they have to do to get in a position to do the most damage. Yeah, I know. Just you being know, facetious. Um, and, 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 Thank you, though. And I love Lieutenant it when, when people say... I had say, to point that. You know, yeah, you did, actually. People say, oh, Islam is a religion here. of peace. Now, <laughs> my ass, they are commanded to be at peace with other Muslims. But they're, they're ordered to kill non-muslims the infidels like us without mercy so there's your there's your religion of peace all right pick up quran it's it's all in there um know your enemies all right and and it's not just religious enemies i'm just they're on all fronts but i'm telling you if you're worried about sleeper cells and groups rising up and doing things they're already here they're already here and do they have the capability absolutely and they it's do. not just the muslim it, it's not a no lot more it, out there too there is there, there is, is. I mean, there's there's groups on our extreme side that it's like, would you shut up? Right. Yeah. Um, Go away. Absolutely. Uh, I, you know. But as I'm with yep, you, that's a good one, Tim. The extremists. There's a lot. Seems to be an awful lot of them with that carrying that Quran around. So Tim just pointed out some of the refugees were on the FBI watch list and not permitted in the U.S. But how many slipped through? 
right. probably more than what we wanted. If they're yeah. if the State Department's going on TV and saying, "Hey, we got a what 140,000 people out," do the do the numbers. Do the numbers. How many are coming across our southern border? Right. Yeah, because yeah. they're dropping so nobody, them in Mexico. Nobody <laughs> wants to talk about that, right? That's that's been a battle they've been fighting for several years now. Yeah. Um, the southern border is wide open. You know, you roll across the border checkpoints and stuff. Now they they they're not allowed to do the job. They've, nah. they've got uh, uh, chain link areas fenced off where they've just got their patrol vehicles sitting in there collecting dust because they can't go out and, and catch people. They're told to just release them. If, if they see them, you know, let you them could, go. You could have a 40-foot high fence all the way around down there, but if the government won't let you do anything, there you go. What does it matter? It doesn't yeah. do any good. And it's so anyway. prolific, the people that actually have private land can't do anything. I know. Because it's invest in a backhoe. There's too many of them coming across. A big backhoe. (laughs) (laughs) Full on kill dozer. I'm telling you, man. (laughs) Yeah, I don't Uh, know. I mean ammo gets expensive and it's kinda scarce, you know, so you gotta be uh you gotta be inventive. Crafty. Yeah, crafty, inventive, sadistic. Uh, well no, that's uh, yeah. Yeah, sadistic. Well, we're really <laughs> treading on that uh, legal barrier, ain't we? Ah, yeah. uh, you know, this happens when I start drinking. I, I'm, I'm actually staying calm. I'm kind of proud of myself tonight, though. I'm, I'm not on a complete all-out rant. So, well, damn. Oh, we can get there. I've got no, more beer no, over because there. Uh, that's going to get me started, and then Lieutenant Dan's going to sit over there and just laugh at and, us and, we're gonna, and just we're gonna randomly say boobies. We're going to be going like off the rails again for like episode six. Yeah. So, all right. Um, where are we at on our time? We, ought to, we got to we're at 50 close. minutes, believe it or Holy not. Holy crap. Well, let's wrap this one up. Yeah, I think we need to. So, Thanks, uh, everybody. We got any more uh, questions or anything before we wrap this one up? Nope. Tim was our last one. All right. October well, 2nd. October oh, 2nd. Oh, yeah. October yeah, 2nd. If, if you're in the area down here around uh, Neosho, Missouri, we're going to be set up on the square October 2nd for the fall festival. There's going to be all kinds of groups out there um, and vendors. Um, it's it's a great time. Um, we love our community, and uh, we look forward to uh, seeing seeing you guys out there. Stop by, say mm-hmm. hi. We're going to have a booth set up, and uh, we're, we're going to have some goodies for sale out there. We got some t-shirts. Oh, yeah. We got yeah. Uh, he's wearing got, one of them right here. Why don't you yeah. do us a spin here, Bilko? Oh, oh, don't get him doing a pirouette. First foreskin. I can't do a pirouette. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we got uh, we got some ferro rods. Uh, med kits, med small kits, med kits, yeah, med kits, and uh, I'm actually uh, making up some uh, little fire starter kits that they're going to be back um, in, in plastic. That uh, they're going to be easy pack and go, you know, like a two three yeah. day kind of a fire supply. So uh, yeah, come see us and uh, check it out. Say hi, and we look forward to seeing it. And thanks for putting up with our shenanigans. Hope to see you again. Say it again. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. <laughs> Skullduggery. Yeah. Eh, shenanigans. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, everybody. So, thanks for tuning in. Later. <laughs>